If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey there, this is Leanne Kim. I'm your host and business coach, and you are listening to The Business of Thinking Big. I'm super grateful that you're here with me today. This is going to be a short episode, but I just had to sit down and record this morning because I am in a state of total, total inspiration right now. I am just loving my business. I'm loving where I'm at. Uh, I'm loving my life, frankly. And so although as of right now, at the time of recording this, I have already batched the next nine episodes of this podcast, I wanted to capture this idea or feeling while it was really fresh. Um, Because I just came from attending Stu McLaren's big event, Tribe Live, over the past weekend. And I got so many golden nuggets of inspiration and strategies and new ideas um, that I just feel a little bit like I'm overflowing right now. So I thought, sit down, record an episode that will help a lot of people. Because um, one of the things I've always wanted to do with this podcast is record an episode about overcoming perfectionism. It's been one of my goals for a long time. It just hasn't worked into the schedule until now. Um, And 
<clears throat> something you may not know about me is I am a recovering <laughs> or a recovered perfectionist. I used to be an A-type personality. I am no longer an A-type. <laughs> I really embrace, as you probably already know, listening to this podcast, I am not about getting it perfect, but I used to be, especially when I was a teenager. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to do a lot of things and be great at a lot of things. So um, when I was 16, I was, what would that have been? Grade 10, 11. Um, I was in the middle of high school. I was striving for straight A's um, and, uh, an, you know, an 80% plus average. That was really important to me. Um, I had a part-time job at a local store. Uh, I was captain of the cheerleading team at my school. Not only captain, but coach. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that probably comes as no surprise. Started the team, decided I was captain and decided I would coach it as well because someone had to do it. Um, I had a boyfriend uh, who I saw a lot. I had friends who I saw a lot. So even at that age, I had a very full life. And I was a happy kid, but I put a lot of pressure on myself to be great at all of those things. Right. So, and I'm sure that there are a lot of you listening to this right now saying, yep, that was me. And I know this because I hear this all the time from my members and my coaching clients. Um, I attract a lot of A types because I am an A type um, personality, or I should say I'm an A player. I'm not an A type. So I do attract a lot of um, high achieving female entrepreneurs. Um, and that's fine. But at the time when I was 16, I didn't know really, I didn't understand this idea that things didn't have to be perfect. I put a lot of pressure on myself for things to be perfect or almost perfect. And at 16, I gave myself an ulcer, a duodenal ulcer. Yes, it is a thing. It's an ulcer that develops in your duodenum, um, which is basically a thinning of the lining of your duodenum. Now, this is probably TMI, but this goes to show you what I had done to myself. I was previous to this, a pretty healthy kid. But all of a sudden, I had stressed myself out so much to be great at all these things and to be all things to all people that I had made myself literally sick. Um, now, luckily, I recovered. I went on a you know eating plan. I started being more mindful of my stress and, and cutting things out, frankly, um, and was able to better manage that stress. But I think ultimately, the lesson I learned is I can't be perfect to everyone all the time. I, I just have to be me and I have to get used to enjoying the ride and not aiming for perfection all the time. So that was a lesson I learned really young. Now, perfectionism has come back from time to time in my life. It rears its ugly head every now and then. Um, but here's the thing that I really believe about perfect. Perfect doesn't exist, right? If you think about it, that word even, how do you define perfect? What is perfect to you might not be perfect to me and vice versa, right? So think about something that you think everyone would think is perfect. Something or someone, think about something that you associate the word perfect with. I'm going to use the example, Kate Middleton. Now, <laughs> I'm not obsessed with the royal family like a lot of people are, but Kate Middleton is probably someone that most people know. And to most people, to many people, she probably looks perfect, on the outside, right? She's got the perfect life. She's got the perfect clothes. She's got the perfect hair. She's got the perfect family, right? To all, you know, for all intents and purposes, she 
is an embodiment of that word perfect. But here's the thing. I bet that Kate Middleton has stretch marks (laughs) underneath all those fabulous clothes. I bet that at some point she has had an unkempt bikini line. (laughs) You know, well, probably not. She probably has a royal bikini waxer or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? There are times when she is not perfect, right? There are times when we're all not perfect, but we put so much pressure on ourselves for the things that we do in our lives and our business to be perfect. And it is literally making us sick. It's making us unhappy. It is making us feel like we're not getting anywhere with our business when, let me tell you, I see you. That could not be further from the truth. I see you all doing amazing things in your business. So why do we do that to ourselves? And what, you know, and what do I have to say on the subject? You have probably heard me say the expression done is better than perfect. And I got that expression from my big sister, you know, years and years ago. And it was always really helpful when I come back to the, the expression, right? It's not about perfect. It's just about getting it done because getting it done is way better than waiting and waiting and waiting for it to be perfect. And I really like this expression. However, I realized recently that this expression that I use often might be holding you back. It might not be resonating with you. And here's why. Because of the word done. Now, when I say done is better than perfect, I really mean like the first draft, (laughs) right? A version of it. Get it out there. Um, That's better than it being perfect. But I know that some of you might be hearing the word done and going, well, it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be done. Because a lot of the things I know you're working on, you know, there's multiple versions or stages or it's a longer journey. So I realize that this expression may not be the most helpful at getting you moving forward and getting you unstuck, which is really, you know, one of my primary goals. So at his event, Tribe Live, Stu McLaren kept saying this expression over and over and over again. And what was awesome was his whole community knew this expression and loved this. And they were even repeating it as well. People were saying it when they spoke. And here is the expression. He said, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. Oh, how great is that? You don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. And so he really encourages his people to take imperfect action. And because of that, his people, his tribe are getting major results. And by that, I mean the students in his program and the people in his membership. And so I really love that. I really loved this version of what I was trying to say when I say done is better than perfect. So um, I did some thinking on this and I thought, you know, I'd love to steal stews, but I want my own expression. Um, (laughs) And I'll probably refer to stews as well down the line. But I did come up with something that I think resonates with me and hopefully will resonate with you as well. And that is the idea of connection, not perfection. So let me explain what I mean by this. I think When we are sitting down to do something that is new or foreign or uncomfortable to us, there is a little voice in our head saying, it's got to be perfect or maybe not perfect, but it's got to be really good. If I'm going to do this thing, then it's got to be really good. 
So I'll give you a few examples of when I see this showing up for my people. Um, when you are about to write that first blog or publish your first website, or maybe it is your second or third website, but you're publishing for the first time. Another place I see a lot of people not taking the action they say they would is video, right? A lot of my female entrepreneurs know that if they're showing up on video more, they're going to get seen as that go-to expert, but it's that idea of it's not going to be perfect. My hair is not going to be perfect. The lighting is not going to be perfect. My words are not going to be perfect. These are the things that are holding us back from taking action. Another example for my introverts in the crowd that know they need to do more networking, but they're not doing it, right? And why is that? Well, somewhere in there, there's probably that old nagging feeling of perfectionism, right? Well, if I'm going to go to a networking event, it's got to be right. I've got to be dressed right. I've got to meet the right people. I got to say the right things. Uh, I'm also going to say, you know, making a sale. All of these things can be scary at some point. And I have known clients to get tripped up for every one of these things. So here's what I have to say about that. When you're focusing on perfection or getting it right or nailing it, we're not going to get that. Oftentimes, we're not going to get it perfect. My very first website that I created for my coaching business back in the day, it was called Think Big Sales Consulting. It was the world's longest URL. I had three headshots that I could use all in the same color top, <laughs> like all taken on the same day by the same photographer. I had to use stock photography and I had to use free stock photography because I had zero budget because um, I had spent the budget on building the website. And I had to write three blogs and just get them up there. I didn't know who I was talking to because I wasn't sure whether I would be doing more coaching or more consulting or I would be helping more entrepreneurs or more small or medium businesses. If I would be doing training, like I was really leaving myself wide open to do all the things, which I actually believe is a good thing for many of us when we're just starting out. It's okay to be a bit more broad. Um, but I knew this website was not perfect, but it was what I could afford. I was working with someone I really liked. Shout out to Sarah Manili, who is still a friend today. Um, I don't think she does websites anymore. <laughs> um, it was good enough. And it gave me the credibility that I needed to go out and do the things that I really cared about, which was speaking, doing workshops, right? Starting to think about doing webinars, which I wasn't even doing then. Um, speaking to potential clients and accepting payment from them, like actually getting clients. Because at this time, I still had a full-time job, but I knew I wanted to transition into this. So I knew that getting a website out there was critical. Otherwise, where would I be sending people after these, you know, workshops or webinars or sales conversations, I had to send them somewhere. Because if I was a business coach and turned around and said, but I don't have a website, that didn't look really good on me. So again, I knew it had to be done, but it didn't have to be perfect. And I knew I would have time to figure out what that next version should look like for me. And, and I thought maybe I would tweak the website, tweak the copy. I actually ended up not doing any of that. I kept that website for, let's see here, uh, 18 months, a year and a half. I kept that website. Is that right? Maybe longer than that. Um, two and a half years, I believe, until 
I launched leannekim.com and started this podcast at the beginning of this year. So January, 2019. Yeah, that's right. I launched that website, that old Think Big Sales Consulting website back in 2016. And again, with all these dreams of like, I'll make it perfect. I'll get there. Just get it out. I never changed it. I did keep blogging. So I had about a hundred blogs and then I decided it was time to really up level. So I was collecting ideas and thoughts and feedback that I was getting from people. I was making notes of all the things I would do for the, you know, website version 2.0 um, when I eventually did that. And then eventually, as I say, it was a completely different domain. It was, you know, a completely new brand. That was the right move for me. But if I had let the perfectionism or the the fact that I didn't really know where I was going with this business, if I had let that stop me, I can't even imagine how that would have impacted my business. Nobody would have seen my blogs. Clients would have really nothing to look at to legitimize what I did, which it also housed my testimonials. So I probably wouldn't have grown as fast as I did without that very first, you know, beginner website that I needed. So there's a great example of you know, done is better than perfect. But here's what I did do right with that. And here's one of the things that I encourage all of you to think about. I wasn't thinking about getting the look or the feel or the copy perfect, but I was thinking of making a connection with somebody who needed me. I was thinking about what would they need to hear from me or see from me to know that I am the woman that can help them. And in doing that, I was really making it all about them. And that's the key takeaway here that I really want you to have from this episode. When we are focusing on perfect, we are focusing on ourselves. Me, me, me. I got to get it right. I got to look good. I got to have my hair done. But when we move away from that and we focus on genuinely connecting with someone, which is something I'm doing right now with you as I'm speaking into this microphone. I'm thinking about making a difference in your lives with these words today. I'm thinking about you struggling with trying to be perfect and not feeling perfect and not feeling good enough. So I'm thinking about how that might feel. And I'm saying the words that I think you need to hear today. So that has really changed the game for me, focusing on connection, not perfection. And what we're really doing when we're focusing on connection is we're focusing on the other person, which inevitably is creating a better relationship with that person and a stronger bond with that person. And that is what is going to show that person whether or not you are the right person for them. Have you ever seen on Instagram or Facebook, maybe Facebook Live, when someone shows up on video and they just start talking about their day and they start going on and on and on and on and on and they're not making relevant it they're not making it relevant to you or your life or your problems or what you want. They're just kind of I don't know, acting like an influencer or a celebrity like, you know, like they're a movie star. And we're looking at them from the outside in. If you ever had that feeling, then you know what it's like to be on the other end of content that's not landing. Because those people are probably focusing more on looking perfect and having the perfect outfit and having the, you know, flashy gold sandals that match with the gold earrings and all that jazz. But none of that really matters when you have a community of people who look up to you, who could use your help. 
None of that matters. So we need to be speaking to our people from the heart. And this is one of the things that Amy Porterfield actually said at Stu's event over the weekend. She said, you know, you can talk about your own life as long as you tell them why you're talking about it. And she gave a great example of a photo that she posted on Instagram with her and her adorable hubby. And they both looked adorable and they were in front front of a fire engine. And she was saying, you know, I didn't get it right with this Instagram post because I made it all about us. What I should have done is made it about how they could apply it to their own life. And so that's what I want you thinking about when you're sharing. You can post the personal, the fun, you can post about your family or your own life, but if you're not telling them why they should care or why that is important, in essence, you're not making it about them. You're making it all about you. And that's where we're going to see a lack of connection um, and a lack of those relationships that we really want to foster because, you know, people don't buy a thing or a product or a service. They buy from the person that they think can transform their life, especially when we're talking about, you know, entrepreneurs or personal brands. We are not buying the thing. We're buying how we think that person is going to make us feel and how that person is going to transform us. So that's really want, what I want you to think about as you go about your journey. And over the next week, when you are going to work on something that you're feeling stuck in, I want you to ask yourself, am I trying to get this perfect here? Am I trying to make this all about me? Uh, Because if so, then maybe you need to be focusing on connection. And maybe that will help get you unstuck. So let's take the example of a video. Now, again, I know a lot of you listening want to do more video. So I'm going to challenge you this week to do that. I'm going to challenge you to do either an Instagram story via video or an Instagram live or a Facebook live or a recorded video, some sort of video that you post on a social media platform that your customers and potential customers could see. Okay. So that's challenge. Number one is just to do it, (laughs) but challenge number two, I shouldn't say challenge number two. Here's my tip or my advice for you. When you're creating this video, I want you to give yourself a small window of time to do it at the time of recording this I have only 15 minutes left before I have to go on a Facebook Live in the Mamas & Co. community. I have to do that at 9.30 and it's at 9.15 right now. So I only gave myself a very small window to even record this. And in that window, I sat down and I put the word connection on a little sticky note right on my computer. And I'm looking at that now. So my goal with this episode was to connect And if I only have 20, 30 minutes to record something, then that is the only thing I am focusing on is making a connection. Okay. So with your video that you're going to post this week somewhere on social, any of the places will be fine. You are going to give yourself a small window of time. I'm going to say max 30 minutes to record it and post it. Okay, so you can set a timer or do this at a time where you know you've got to go somewhere else. And remember, my wise words to you are forget about perfection, forget about looking good, forget about saying the perfect things, and just focus on one goal, which is to make a connection with one person in your audience. If you do that and post that video, 
I guarantee you are going to start to build those connections with your people. You are going to start to be seen as that go-to expert or leader that you want to be seen as. And you're going to let them know that when they are struggling again with this problem, right, or thing that you're going to be talking about, that you are the person that they should reach out to or call or DM or send an email to because you've established yourself as someone who cares about them and someone who wants to help them with this thing. I hope this is all making sense. I, I, I am sure some of you are still struggling with perfectionism. But again, I really want to challenge you to do this. And the bold ones of you that are listening to this are going to do this right now today. You're not going to wait until tomorrow or by the end of the week. You're going to do it right now. You're going to get off this podcast. You're going to pull out those headphones and you're going to pull out your phone and you're just going to get going, right? As Stu says, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. And you're going to focus on connection and definitely not perfection. That's it from me. I hope that this episode helps and I cannot wait to see some of your videos and hear some of your feedback. I'd love for you to tell me how this works for you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. Thank you.